Welcome to Theatrically Speaking, the very first playwriting podcast. My name is Jonah Knight. Season one is republishing the long-lost first episodes of the show from back in 2007. And season two begins the new episodes. Now, a few things have changed since 2007, like the website. For more information about Theatrically Speaking or my other podcasts, please visit actualstorypodcasting.com. Next, back in 2007, you could number your episodes however you like, and I did this very creative numbering system that included episodes 4.1, 4.15, 4.2, and no actual episode 4. The numbering that the episodes have in your feed is the order that you should listen to them. So, welcome in to the Theatrically Speaking Wayback Machine. It's time to talk some plays. I hate movies, I don't watch TV, I can't read books, and I don't take kids to the zoo. Video games are gonna rot your brain, and all these internets are for idiots. But I love you, baby, dear, but you ain't no Shakespeare. Try to make me to be high class, and I would David Bammon on your ass. Theatrically speaking, almost a playwriting podcast. My name is Jonah Knight. I am doing this show because I am the host of this show. This is episode 4.15, because you can't just do numbers that are uh, bigger than a decimal, because that's just different this way. It's kind of fun, I think. Uh, No one's complained about the numbering so far, and it's not even really worth talking about, so I'm going to move on. All right, so today's episode is going to be about 10-Minute Play Festivals and sort of some related stuff to that. Uh, I do want to start by um, acknowledging two emails that I got just recently. Uh, The first was from Lee, the guy who wrote uh, Holmes and Watson, which I've still not put a link for uh, on because I did not do show notes for the last show, but I should do that. I should should probably do that sometime soon. But anyway, Lee wrote me an email um, to thank me. Uh, for mentioning his show, which of of course, absolutely. I mean, it's a it's a good it's a good play. Um, Holmes and Watson. Look for it on Amazon. Um, but uh, I mentioned I mentioned this email because he uh, he said something that just made me laugh out loud. I loved it, and I started telling everybody um, uh, because I keep talking about how um, they're they're building a road, and then the neighbor was building a driveway, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, Lee wrote uh, and said that uh, the fact that I kept talking about that brought to mind uh, the opening of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and he just imagined me inside looking out the window at all these bulldozers about to run over my house. And I think that's great. Um, It's very funny. Uh, So I'm sorry, though, because apparently I keep mentioning bulldozer noises and nobody can hear the bulldozers. So I've opened the window louder. uh, uh, Louder. I've opened the window even more. Uh, so even though it's later in the day than it normally is and the bulldozers have stopped, there is a commuter train that runs by every once in a while. So maybe we'll hear some of that. Maybe not. I'm trying to bring in the ambiance, you know, trying to set the mood for the show. Uh, second email I got was from a guy named Daniel who uh, writes um, from Taiwan. And that's very cool. I know absolutely... I know I know this much, and this much as I hold up my fingers is very little, um, about the geography of that area of the world because, you know, um, because it wasn't on the test, I guess. Um, hey, if you ever get to Hong Kong, um, or if you got to Hong Kong last year, I had a play at the Faust Theater Festival um, in Hong Kong, but 
Taiwan's probably not right there, huh? Um, anyway, uh, I want to thanks thank uh, you for writing, Daniel. Uh, it was very very cool to hear from you. Um, and best of luck with your project. Uh, the Daniel is has found himself in the position of heading up uh, perhaps some sort of uh, artistic director slash uh, editor, as you describe it, of uh, a new. Uh, theater troupe over in Taiwan. Uh, I'm trying to read the email screen from here. The East West Project. I wish you much luck with that. Uh, if there's anybody out in Taiwan that knows something about uh, theater that um, wants to help Daniel out on on his theater project going on there, um, let me know. Maybe I'll I'll forward some information on. Um, heck, if we've got uh, some listeners, some more than one listener from that part of the world, then that would be awesome. I mean, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll help you out, help you do something. Anyway, um, so the interesting thing, I've gotten a handful of emails now, um, and I keep, I keep wanting questions, because I keep wanting to answer questions, like great philosophical, but what about this aspect of the industry, or what about this writing technique, and no one's been asking me questions yet. So um, anytime, anytime, guys, just send in a question, uh, I'll try to answer it. Um, anyway. Anyway, there you go. Um, but thanks. Uh, I do want to thank um, you guys for writing um, and for, for everybody else who sent in some comments uh, and thoughts so far. I, um, so you can send those to Jonah at jonahofthesea.com. You can look at the website, which is uh, uh, jonahofthesea.com. And then you can go to myspace slash jonahofthesea. Or you can go to uh, Facebook, and I haven't been able to figure out what the actual short... Um, I, you know, click all around Facebook, and you're like, where's the short one? Where's the short one? And I don't know. If you go to Facebook, actually, there's a link on jonahofthesea.com to my Facebook account. If you want to do any of that kind of thing, that'd be cool. That's fine. I, and I appreciate it. All right. Moving into the meat of the show. Uh, so, 10-Minute Play Festivals. Uh, so starting off with me, what qualifies me to really talk about 10 minute play festivals? Um, I've got a little bit of experience in this area. It's not my primary focus in theater. Uh, thus far in, in my life and in my career, I have been the producer of three, uh, short play festivals. One, which was, uh, one, which was very explicitly a 10 minute play festival and two others that were short play festivals. Um, so I have... I have some thoughts on this, having gone through it uh, a couple of times, and um, so that's sort of where I'm coming from, in addition to having written uh, a bunch of 10-minute plays and short plays, that kind of thing. So um, so I think maybe the first thing to sort of go into at this point is there, there is a difference, of course, between a 10-minute play and a short play, and I wanted to take just a, a second to really talk about that, because... Sometimes these things can come off as splitting hairs. You know, it's a short play. It's like 10 pages long. It's probably a 10-minute play or something like that. But if you see, if you have some short plays written um, and you want to submit them around, it's worth noting as you're doing your research on where to send plays off to, if you see that there is a short play festival coming up at this theater company, uh, they may say short play theater festival, and they may say 10-minute play festival. And there is a difference. Uh, and the difference there is that, and, you know, not to be kind of a, you know, stupid about it, but a 10-minute play is 10 minutes long. Um, a 10-minute play is also a short play. So if you see short play festival, go ahead, send your 10-minute plays to it. If you see 10-minute play festival, don't send them a 5-minute play. Don't send them a 20-minute play. 
Um, there's probably, you, you've probably got a two minutes leeway on either side, you know, eight to 12 minutes long, because some of that can kind of be explained away by directing uh, or actors. You know, if you've got someone who just talks really fast all the time, then your play may be a little bit shorter. If you've got someone who slows down, really mulls over their thoughts, it may be a little bit longer. And directing styles are going to, of course, affect that as well. So so you want to make sure that a 10-minute play is about 10 minutes long, first of all. And why? What's what's the point there? Well, well... A lot of the folks who produce 10-minute play festivals do so because they know that a 10-minute play is 10 minutes long. And if they want a show to be an hour and a half or two hours long, then they know pretty much exactly what it's going to be. They, They want that predictability. And the audience, a theater, a savvy theater audience going into a 10 minute play, uh, evening of 10 minute plays, 10 minute play festival, is going to at about the eight minute mark, if they don't like the play, they're going to start looking at their watch and they're like, why isn't this over? And if you're telling them it's a 10 minute play, if you're advertising this as a 10 minute play festival and this play happens to go for 20 minutes and it happens to be that the one that they don't like, you've kind of lost their trust there. I mean, they're trusting you to, to be accurate in your advertising and say 10 minute play. So the point of this is that It's possible that a particular theater company may advertise a short play festival as a 10-minute play festival. Um, Probably not, but it's possible. So if you see, if you have a a great 20-minute play or 5-minute play, and a festival is being advertised as a 10-minute play festival, you might want to write an email first and just confirm that they're only looking for 10-minute plays or if they're looking for short plays, uh, that way then you aren't submitting a play that's going to be disqualified simply by length. Uh, and that's sort of worth knowing there, I think. Uh, other than that, you know, it, it's purely, difference between 10-minute play and a short play is purely length, and it's purely on the production philosophy of this particular show. So um, so there's that. The other thing that sort of comes to mind whenever I talk about 10-minute uh, play festivals is why the word festival? I don't know if that's always accurate. I mean, it seems to sort of be the default thing. I mean, you do see an evening of of 10-minute plays, an evening of short plays. Um, but I don't know. I mean, when I hear festival, and, and I've when I was in charge of naming the 10-minute play festival that the New Playhouse did a couple uh, last year, two years ago, um, I, you know, I said festival, uh, even though for me, it didn't feel... When I, when I think of festival, I think of cotton candy and tigers and, you know, maybe some go-karts. And at our 10-minute play festival, no go-karts. Um, I mean, we say it, and we're kind of used to it, and I think that we that uh, one of the side effects of doing a series of short plays is that maybe there is that kind of energy that, you you know, you never know what's going to come next. Close your eyes for a second, and you'll miss it. Uh, so you want... So I guess, I mean, festival is sort of the default word, though the very first one of these that I put on was not... An evening, it was. Uh, I was working for the Open Space Arts Center in Reisterstown, Maryland, as their writer in residence some years ago, and I talked them into doing this outdoor um, thing of short plays. And it it wasn't it, that was actually closer to a festival because you know there were a couple of people that walked around singing and playing guitar, and, and it was more of a grab a blanket and sit on the lawn. But it wasn't an evening because we it was about an, you know it was about an hour. So I don't know these things are not all the same. I mean, you can kind of assume that most of them are going to take place inside 
but not always. And they're going to be about hour and a half, two hours long, but not always. Um, so it can really be any number of things. Uh, and that's sort of worth keeping in mind as you research where you're going to send these things off to. Is it really a festival? And if it is really a festival, if there are going to be go-karts, does your play fit in with go-karts? And even if it doesn't, that's fine too, uh, because maybe after the go-karts run around, they want something that'll calm everybody down and bring them back to the center. So that's that's fine. Um, look for go-karts. All right. Okay, so, so the 10-minute play and the 10-minute play festival, we kind of think of as being a fairly new phenomenon in American theater. And and certainly there have always been short plays and there have always been, you know, one acts and, and things like that. And, you know, you look back at, you know, Lord Byron and stuff that he wrote. And, and you know, the playwrights throughout history are not always writing full-length plays. But certainly, without a doubt, we can say that within the last 15, 20 years, let's say, the 10-minute play as a form has become much more popular. Uh, and there are a number of reasons for this, and I, I kind of wanted to go into a couple of these. One is it, it just sort of makes sense that they would become more popular when you look at the writing that is going on in other uh, in other mediums. Uh, and we sort of talked about this some episodes ago when we talked about theatricality. But um, fiction has full-length novels and short stories. And films, there's a, a very serious... Um, uh, a tradition that has emerged of short play film festivals. Uh, there's all kinds of writing that's being done in the short form. So it certainly is not unique to theater. Uh, and I, th- I would resist, uh, I, I've heard people sort of bemoan that fact that, you know, well, why write? And I would say initially I was probably one of these people where like, you know, a play should be a full length play. Why am I writing a 10 minute play? I want to write something grand. I want to write the next Pulitzer prize prize winner. And, 10-minute plays are not going to win a Tony, um, but, you know, that's fine. They're, they're probably not, but that's no reason for you not to write them. Um, so, so yes, short plays, 10-minute plays, uh, picking up more steam as time goes on. A couple reasons for that. Part of it is, uh, and, I, and I sort of want to caveat this one, but we have all, everybody paying attention to theater has been hearing the doom and gloom for years and years now about how theater audience is going away and it's harder to make money and there's no money in theater and da, 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 da. And I think that one of the misconceptions of a short play festival, uh, especially from new producers and people that haven't really done these before is that uh, a 10 minute play or a short play festival is somehow innately less expensive to produce than a full-length play. And that's not necessarily the case at all. I mean, so let's take our full-length play example as Waiting for Godot. You you need need a tree, um, and then you need some dudes to complain for about two hours and and to be very deep. Um, But uh, certainly, production values for Waiting for Godot, not a heck of a lot if you're on a shoestring. Um, Now, you can do all kinds of crazy stuff with it, but you don't have to. Same thing with 10-minute play or short play festivals uh, is that um, uh, they can, I think, be quite inexpensive. You know, uh, you need some stuff. Uh, but ultimately what I have sort of found, ha- having gone through it three times, is it's it's not necessarily um, significantly less expensive depending on how you're going about the producing of it. But I think that 
uh, initially there's this idea that they are less expensive. And I think that that has helped to sort of propel the short play festival forward. Um, I think another reason that they've become more successful now is because for the audience, for the theater audience, this is something new. This is something pretty cool. Okay, so you're going to go see a show. You're going to see an evening of theater. And you're not just going to get one play. You're going to get how many plays? You're going to get six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're going to get a bunch of plays. And sure, they're short, but you're potentially going to see all kinds of crazy stuff. You're maybe, yeah, depending on the produ- on how it's been produced, you're going to see some very serious work. You're going to see some very funny work. You're going to see something that pushes the boundaries here and there. And I think that at, for an audience member, um, that is, because it's something new, it is something that is potentially a lot more exciting. It is something that people are going to look forward to. And maybe, uh, maybe a certain kind of audience is going to be prone to going to that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, and I think that's, that's absolutely true. I think that's, that's one of the reasons why they've become, uh, more popular as things go on as, as time has progressed. Now for the playwright, um, there are a couple of, of good things, uh, that are fairly unique to the 10 minute or short play. Um, and for us, for, for us who are learning to write, uh, when you are, are writing your first couple of plays, I I truly believe that that pretty much everyone who is new to playwriting is going to write somewhere between 3 and 6 plays. They're probably their first 3 or 6 plays are going to be crap because you're learning to do something new. You're you're learning how to write for theater. You're learning theatricality, you're learning the structure of play and you're learning how to take the script and translate it uh, into a live performance in front of an audience, and wouldn't it? I think it would be t- it would be horrible if those if let's say it does take you six six bad plays to before before you write your good play. If those full if those plays are all full length, that's insane. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Um, start with something small. Uh, and, you know, you learn to walk before you fly or you learn to crawl before you run and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's absolutely true. Um, it's a lot easier to learn a technique. It's, uh, so you've, you've only written comedies and now you want to write a, a horror play. Um, well, maybe test that out on a short play before you try to concoct a full-length play. I think it, they're great as a, as a training exercise, and that only benefits us as writers. Um, it's easier, potentially, to build up your catalog of work by writing short plays, good short plays. Uh, you can get, you know, five, ten short plays in much less time than it'll take you to get five or ten full-length plays. And that's just sort of the reality of it. And especially since there are so many more festivals going on today, it's it's not that you're just sitting around on these plays doing nothing with them. You can get them out there. And that's this is the, the next thing, is that I have found from from my perspective as a playwright, it is so much easier to get your short plays produced than your full-length plays produced. And just from the stuff that I've written, I really like my play Techies, and I really like my play On Island, and, and, and my play Take Stock. I think these are, these are full-length plays of mine that I'm very proud of, and their productions are few and far between. I have this play 
called um, Field Work, which is a 10-minute play that is my most widely produced play. And it's a 10-minute and it's on it you know it gets some good exposure on some short play websites and i get contacted a lot by schools asking if they can do it as part of uh, class projects it's been in some short play festivals and stuff like that and and it's just it's it's easier to get them done and especially if you're a new a newish playwright trying to build up your playwriting resume i i would recommend that you start off with a couple of 10 minute plays it's much like um, if you're, if you've written fiction or if you've written poems or if you've written any, any other thing, um, if you're writing short stories, it's easier to get short stories published in anthologies than your first novel. And it's easier to get your poems published in anthologies or on websites than a collection of your poetry. And it's the same thing with plays that it's a lot easier for you to find some short play festivals out there that, are willing to, to, you know, especially with short play festivals, they're willing to take a chance on playwrights that are unknown and playwrights that don't have a significant resume, then these same companies are willing to do the same thing for unknowns who have written full-length plays. And it is partially economy, but for us as, as writers, it's actually, I think, it works for us. And I think that we have to, you know, recognize that and work on these short plays. Um, and that's great. Uh, there's a, uh, this, uh, this guy, I know Jeff, um, who is a writer, uh, primarily of, of comic books and some fiction. And when we were, um, announcing a short play festival a while ago, he wrote this awesome 10 minute play for us, um, about zombies yeah uh how many plays are there about zombies i don't know but jeff's got one and it's really cool and it turns out that we didn't do that short play festival and my main regret there is that i didn't get to do jeff's zombie play and that's uh so so definitely um go ahead write your 10 minute zombie play write your your weird stuff and and really take time to develop it and you can do that with a 10 minute play and if it doesn't work it's a 10 minute play you move on to the next one if that's a full length play you're going to be less likely to want to give up on something that doesn't work because it's so much more. You've invested so much more time and energy. So definitely, um, 10 minute plays, short plays, keep them in mind. Um, yeah. So anything else to keep in mind as you are sort of, uh, writing your 10 minute plays specifically for these festivals, what sorts of criteria should you apply to the crafting of these plays specifically for these, for these festivals? Um, and I would say, for uh firstly you want a small cast uh a full-length play you can get away with uh, 10 actors or something like that certainly certainly not in a 10 minute play really uh you can do a monologue you can do one person you can do two people you can do three people much more than four and you're looking at significant trouble i think in getting the thing produced uh again it's not that you can't but there are so many, you know, there's so many things going against our career as playwrights anyway, that why why make it harder for yourself by having a fifth actor or a sixth actor? You know, maybe the reason why they're doing a short play festival is because they only have three actors and they're only going to do, and this is, this is not far-fetched at all. Um, you can, you know, you hire four actors and then you find plays to work with your actors. And much more than that, it starts to raise the budget. And if they are trying to keep costs down, First plays that they're not going to produce are the ones with the large casts. So two, three actors is probably optimal um, 
not much more than four, I would say. And of course, you can always write the play that proves me wrong, but I would say no more than four. Uh, I would say a single set. Do not go jumping all around through time and space. Uh, Now, it's one thing to do that if you don't need to change props and furniture and all that kind of thing. Um, And that's cool. That's totally cool. You can do that. But definitely in a 10-minute, in a short play, you if if it's going to require f- moving furniture you want to be as minimal as possible you want to be as careful as you construct this play you want to make it this is a short play you want to make it easy to do um and if if anything is actually working against my play field work it's the fact that it does have four actors so it is like at the upper end but also there's there's probably too much stuff there's there's probably in that play there's a lot of props um you know if you do it the way it's written uh it says that there's a tent it's you know it's outside they're 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 camping uh so there's there's stuff there and i know that i've not had it produced before because there's too much stuff um so whereas my play annapolis trip which i talked about before two actors in a classroom uh and the way I wrote that play, there's a desk and a chair, and that's it. But there's no specific dialogue uh, that refers to the desk and the chair. So if I, as a producer, could not come up with a desk and a chair, and I wanted to do this play, could still do it. Could do it with something else, you know? Um, uh, just don't get in the way of the producer. Give them something great and something easy and something simple, something that's very well-crafted, and let them go. So easy to produce, fairly large cast of actors uh, minimal set minimal props and great creativity and great imagination and that's really what i think you should keep in mind for um for your short play for your 10 minute play that's absolutely it and that is pretty much the end of what i wanted to say about short play and 10 minute play festivals next week i am going to be in wisconsin i will not be here so I'm thinking that I'm going to put out a second little thing before I go, um, and uh, and that'll be kind of a nice surprise because I've had a, a, a request for this, so I'll do this, and it'll be kind of fun. Um, but when I come back, not next week, but the week after, we're going to hit on one-act plays um, uh, because there's actually some interesting things going on there. Uh, I don't consider them short plays. Uh, they're one-acts. That is what they are. That is what they be. We'll talk about that next time. Uh, so absolutely, get in contact with me if you like. Um, email, Facebook, website, MySpace, rock on. I'll talk at you later. Video games are going to rot your brain and all these internets are for idiots. But I love you, baby. I'm David Bain.